We're going to start this episode off with a local business shout out, and it goes to Tori Tasted. My friend DJ Rob and former guest of the podcast who has run 45 marathons in 45 days from College Station to Las Vegas, Nevada to raise money for a local music festival and just overall really inspiring guy has got together with a friend and started a food blog slash internet TV show to showcase local eating spots, unique items that they have and entertainment venues, just supporting local businesses so we can't support him enough. So go check out Tori Tasted on Instagram or hit up DJ Rob on any of the social media sites and he will take care of any questions that you have about this new venue that he has started with a friend. My guest today is Ashley Grubbs. She's a business owner herself and also struggled with some serious gut issues that caused a lot of pain for a long time since she was a young girl up until like just recently has she figured all this out. And so she has decided that she wants to help other people get through the process faster, more efficient, and let them know that there's other people out there that are struggling through the same sort of issues and confusing situations. Through health and nutrition, she has improved her life and her quality of life and everything that goes along with it. And I'm doing a terrible job explaining what Ashley can do a wonderful job doing. So please enjoy my guest today, Ashley Grubbs. There we go. Awesome. Well done. So what is this you're doing now? You went, for, I don't know, you still do the, the other business or you switched over yeah. only to sell stuff? So I still have my organizing business, Mind Your Mess. Um, but, you know, obviously with COVID happening and us needing to be in clients' homes, it kind of put a damper on things a little bit. And um, I was working on getting an online presence for organizing and just building, um, you know, helping people virtually, which I did some, but kind of through all of COVID and having a lot more time on my hands, um, I started to share my story about my um, gut problems that I had suffered with for many, many years, almost my whole life. And through that, I kind of got some clarity on um, that this is really something else that I want to do and, um, start a business with it and help people. And I've kind of always wanted to help people with their gut problems, but I was so focused on my organizing business that I didn't have time. And I wasn't really clear on like how I could help people. And I think it was because I was still going through like some of my own journey. And now that I'm like so much better, I have a lot of clarity on um, how I can be in, um, in the picture for other people's journey and help them um, through it. So that's- I was actually curious as to why you hadn't started something before online with it. You know, like being friends with who you're friends with and having an online business already. And then I know you've been talking about your gut health and your journey with for a while now, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. For, for a few years now. And you know, I started my Instagram page as Keto Grubs because I was suffering really bad and I started the keto diet and it temporarily helped like relieve pain. And so I started my Instagram handle Keto Grubs so I could share my keto journey. And then once my gut started getting better and I found this doctor, I changed it to gluten-free grubs because I was no longer keto, but I was gluten-free. And now it's just ashley.m.grubs because I'm 
still gluten-free, but I want people to know my name because I am out there in the world trying to help people with their journey. And it's not just about me anymore. So. so what was it with you though? So we can go through and explain like, where did this whole journey start as far as your. Um, yeah. So, um, my journey of healing started when I, I think I was 29 and, um, 28, 29. And I had severe stomach issues like my whole life. Since I was six, seven years old, I had stomach pain and I didn't actually start looking into it until I was in my late twenties. Um, not that I didn't want to look into it or learn, but I just think I kind of didn't know where to start and I didn't really like think much into it. I just thought like, this is how I live. And then I found CrossFit. I was introduced to paleo and then I started realizing, oh my gosh, when I eat this food, my stomach is worse. When I don't eat this food, my stomach still hurts, but it's not as bad. And I started to like put all these pieces together. And then I started suffering from like extreme fatigue. And I would be at work whenever I worked at Arosti at the time. And I would be falling asleep, <clears throat> like in between patients and just like really not feeling good. And so I found a functional medicine doctor because the regular doctor told me, there's nothing wrong with you. We need to do a sleep study. And I was like, all I do is sleep. And so <laughs> I found a functional medicine doctor and he diagnosed me with hypothyroidism and adrenal fatigue. And he looked at my gut issues and we started slowly putting these pieces together. And it took from that first visit all the way until the end of 2018 for me to fully, so that was like 2011, the beginning, the end of 2011 or beginning of 2012 that I first saw that doctor all the way until the end of 2018 was like all of that time I was getting, you know, seeing different doctors and trying to put all these puzzle pieces together. And um, by the end of 2018, I had finally gotten all of these puzzle pieces and started to complete the puzzle and my pain started to go down and my tests started to come back negative and I had control over my hormones and my thyroid and my adrenals and all of that. And um, now it's been almost two years that I've been pain free. And I just have feel like this huge calling to share my story and help other people that are suffering because I don't think that anybody deserves to suffer like I did. And I know that thousands of people are suffering. So, so you just you just went through and I mean, my son has celiac. So um, mm -hmm. we've got to be careful with what he eats anyway. And then I just kind of followed with him. Um, man, it was probably for people who do CrossFit uh, two years ago, almost three years ago in the open. I guess there was that double under muscle up wad or whatever where you did 100 double unders each time you went through. And uh -huh. I was probably, I had qualified for a big competition in the top 30. And so I was going to that. I was probably in the best shape that I've ever been in. And I'm doing double unders and my tummy is like bouncing. And I was like, 
I can remember in the middle of the second set of a hundred, I'm broken in the middle of this workout. I go, why is that happening? Like that's the weirdest feeling to me. So um, from that point, I just messed around with it and stopped eating the gluten, like any gluten and it hasn't come back since it almost, it wasn't instant go away, but it went away. So yeah, those are like experiences with just playing around with what my body likes to digest, what it doesn't. You know, the rest of the family outside of me and my son can eat all the gluten they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, it is—it's just playing around with it for a lot of people. Like a lot of people, like you, like you're not suffering from any severe gut problems. It was just something easy, right? Like, oh, you just cut out this food, boom. You know, which is perfect and I want a lot of people to know that sometimes it can be that easy but sometimes it's not so what I had wished that I had during my journey is like support more support more of like a support coach or somebody to like walk me through the hard times and like teach me um, more about food and give me the tools because doctors can only do so much like I can't call my doctor and ask a question you know or I can't you have to like go in for a visit and none of these doctors took insurance and I spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars trying to find answers thousands and so I want to be that person that can provide these tools for others um but I obviously don't replace a doctor I'm just kind of like there as the support coach well also maybe before you like if it's not life-threatening you go through somebody like you first before you try all the extra things because I mean just like mine was I got lucky maybe and it was the first try but yeah really I had been this is the funny thing you bring up like you started the whole journey and hold on my dog it's fine it's fine Okay, sorry. <laughs> Guard dogs. They're awesome. Um, but you started like your own like fitness journey and then you discover things about your body. Like you'd gone through this whole thing. And then once you started like learning more about your body and becoming more in tune with it, you start figuring out little processes on your own. Like we feel you okay, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I always say like, if it wasn't for CrossFit, who knows where I'd be? because I, that's how I started to learn to eat healthier. And that community is what kept me going back to work out, even though I felt like crap. Like there was a time where I was so sick that I did not want to get out of bed, but CrossFit is what kept me going. And I actually just made a post on Instagram about the importance of exercise even when you're feeling bad because of what it can do for your gut, how it is connected to your gut health. And so I knew that from all the research that I had done. And so I was like, this is non-negotiable. I have to go work out. Whether I actually do like the full wad or go do yoga or just go on a walk, I was like, it's non-negotiable for me to continue movement throughout my day or every day. So what made you want to go through, like, what made you just try keto? Were you just, like, desperate throwing things? Did a doctor tell you, or did you just? Yeah, a a nutritionist recommended it to me, and um, it didn't cure 
what I was experiencing, but it helped because my main issue was that I had SIBO and it was, it's called small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. And anytime you eat, it produces these certain gases in your body where all the bacteria feeds off of the food and it makes you extremely uncomfortable and bloated, constipated, or having diarrhea, one or the other usually. And um, you can't really eat, like you're in severe pain when you eat. And so I did keto and I would fast for 18 hours a day. And I was like, this is great, I don't have to eat. Like I, I felt better because I wasn't eating. <sighs> and that's not okay. But for the time being, I just wanted to be out of pain. I was sick of being in pain. And by like the 12th hour of fasting every day, the pain would go down. And so then I had several hours every day without being in pain. And then I would eat so that I could go work out. That was the only reason I would eat is because I wanted to go work out. And so again, CrossFit and having a community is what kept me okay, mentally and physically. Did, so, did the people in your community see the difference in you when you were like, when you switched to the keto and you walked, you like you came in, were you less energetic, more energetic? Could they tell you were hurting? Could they tell some days you were bothered? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I definitely like lost weight, but I was still like bloated most of the time. Um, but I didn't, I didn't talk much about what I was going through. Um, most of the time I didn't give details because I was just so like overwhelmed and I was in like this really dark hole and, um, like there was a few people that like knew what I was, what I was going through. And then like my friend Alex was like really by my side and he helped me get through a lot of that mentally and he encouraged me to go work out and you know, stuff like that. But, um, uh, I didn't talk a lot about it. Uh, my coaches knew that if I was having a good day or a bad day, or they knew that, you know, if I left class early or to go to the bathroom or just called it a, you know, called it a day or whatever, then they, they knew a little bit about what was going on. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't talk much about it in detail. And I think I was just, overwhelmed and I didn't know how so well then so you transferred from that into well you went from paleo first to keto or keto to paleo yeah I did really strict paleo for a couple oh. years like really strict and I also had uh, stopped doing CrossFit for a couple years because I was just so sick and I and because of my adrenals and so all I did was go on walks and I did that for a couple years. I did really strict paleo. And then when I started doing CrossFit again, I didn't have the energy to do CrossFit when I was really strict paleo because I needed more carbs, but I couldn't eat more carbs because then my stomach would start hurting. And so it was just this constant cycle of trying to figure out what to eat, how much I could work out, where the balance was. And like, that's why I want to help people because like I've been there and I wish that I had somebody to help me figure it out because I would, it wouldn't have taken me this long. You know, I, 
I did so many days of, should I work out? Should I not work out? Should I walk? Should I go to CrossFit? Should I eat? Should I not eat? How much should I eat? Should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Should I take these supplements? Should I not take these supplements? And it is so many questions. And I know those answers. So I want to help people. So what did you like, what did you do to like, did you start taking things away? Did you, I mean, obviously it's all personal and that's what I'm trying to get to with this is like, some people are great on keto. I've seen people be awesome on keto. I, yeah. I've tried a lot of different diets for 30 days. Um, I did strict paleo and that was, that was not good for me because I'm a smaller frame guy. I burn things fast and I did not have any energy. And the yeah. same thing when I did vegan for 30 days, just to see how my body would react. I had no energy. I was so like lethargic and it was tough to get through anything that I was doing. So um, I'm, I don't say tough. I was just sluggish. Like I knew yeah. that I was really, really like weak. And so it's just playing like that and figuring it out, like the different ways to eat, you know. So is that something you did where you just started tweaking the keto and moving things around here and there? Is that is like, is that the process yeah. you took? Yeah, yeah. So when I decided not to do paleo anymore, I just started eating pretty regular. Um, I didn't eat like any processed foods like at all for many, many years, but I wasn't doing strict paleo anymore. Like I would have sugar every now and then. And, um, and I started doing that to get more energy and it helped in the gym, but there was like a line where if I passed it, it was bad. Like I was in severe pain. And so I had to kind of play with that. Like how much sweet potato can I eat to get the energy that I need? Or how much sugar can I have? What kind of sugar can I have? Like, you know, a lot of times they say on paleo, like you can have honey or maple syrup. But for me, the honey was making things worse because that digests through your body slowly and then the bacteria have time to feed off the honey and give you pain. But if I just had table sugar, it goes through your body so much faster, the bacteria doesn't have time to feed off of it, I had less bloating and less pain. So it was very interesting and I learned all of this through my own trials and also through um, research and studying uh, SIBO and adrenal fatigue and thyroid problems and just putting all the puzzle pieces together because there was a time where I was like, I can't rely on a doctor anymore because I have spent so much money and I still don't have straight answers. So I was putting all these pieces together on my own. And then um, in 2018, I actually did find through my own research, this doctor in Arizona, and I was watching this video of her speaking and I don't know, something spoke to me and I was like, I'm calling her. Like, I will fly to Arizona. I'm calling her. And so I call her, she does virtual visits and she changed my life because she was able to have a very clear plan for me. And luckily it happened pretty quickly once I started seeing her because I had already put all these puzzle pieces together. Yeah, you already had like a little bit of a head start. I love the fact that you just didn't stop because that's something that my mindset is like if a doctor just said, well, we figured out all that we can figure out. I'm like, no, I mean, maybe there's more. Like, why should you try? Like, I mean, just because you can't find something now. I love that mentality. Like, 
you wouldn't have found it if you just stopped at what the doctor said. Right. Thank you for saying that. It was definitely hard. And, you know, there are days where I sat there and talked to God and I was mad and I didn't understand why is this happening to me. And I would, I was pissed. And I was tired of suffering and I would cry and I would be like, why, why me? Why is this happening to me? And now I know, now I know why. And so I can share my journey with others and help them get through it. So how do you, how are you going to help other people? Like when other people come to you, are you going to do just the symptoms like you have? Are you doing overall gut health and walking through the processes of what you do? Like take me through like what, What's going to happen as far as how you're going to help other people? Okay. So right now I'm doing a lot of like research on asking people questions and trying to figure out overall what is it that people have questions about and what is it that they need. And I'm actually building a group course for people to join and walk through together because what I needed was community and I didn't have that. What I needed was a coach. I didn't have that. So I want to provide a community and personalized coaching for people and walk them through their gut journey. So I will, I don't have like everything laid out yet. I'm working on it, but um, I will probably have like guest coaches. So registered dietitians, doctors, mindset coaches, which I wish that I had that too, because your mindset is a game changer and I slowly started to change my mindset, but it took, it took years. It took years. And if I would have had somebody um, to tell me and walk me through on how to have a positive mindset around pain, it would have been a game changer so much faster. So um, having like guest coaches come into the program that are expertise in these certain areas is gonna be really helpful. Um, so community, personalized coaching, guest, um, you know, guest coaching with um, an, an area of expertise. Um, I'm thinking about like helping people with food elimination and walking them through that process because what I, the, the overwhelming response that I've gotten from people and I, I remember this. I remember it so clearly was that I felt like I was always failing at that process because it is not easy. It's not easy mentally or physically to start removing food and figuring it out. And then when you start adding back in, sometimes you go too fast or you go too much. And it's not always about what you're eating. It might be about how much you're eating. So there's a lot of different tools that I can provide to people to help them uh, shorten their process of figuring out what is going on with them. Again, I don't replace a doctor, but I can help them alongside that. Yeah, well, yeah, then it's, it's important to have a coach. And this is something that's so personal anyway. Like you were going walking through the steps, you do keto, and you think, oh, keto, uh, and then you just give up on the whole idea keto when maybe just all you got to do is add maybe a little bit of carbs in there like I love that's I think that's why I respect Josh Wolf so much 
who made paleo kind of popular anyway, but he like looked at his, like what he was saying before. And then he started doing the jujitsu and training fighters. And he's like, Oh, hold on. Like they do need more carbs before they train because they burn it off. And if you're a high level athlete, you do need those. So you have to be kind of flexible with how you work this, what you're eating and what you're doing and adding in different things does different for different people. So I think that's why I respect him because he, turned and said, no, I wasn't necessarily correct there. Maybe we need to do this. And that's something that's neat about what you're doing because you're coaching people on a personal level, not on, well, you just eat it the exact same way I do and it'll solve all your problems. Well, but through all your research, you know that honey reacts this way in your body and sugar reacts this way. Maybe try this one. If that one doesn't work, we'll go to this one and eliminate it and then give it X amount of days. And the whole process is just so personalized when people make it like a pigeonhole, like you have to be on a team and how you eat for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very personalized. So my, my big goal is to provide people with information and tools and them to be all in one place and for them to be able to grab these tools and this information and provide it and apply it to their own life. And then that way, it's not just like, here's the plan for everybody in my program. This is what you're going to follow. No, it's like, here's all the information that I've learned. Here are these guest coaches that are experts in these specific areas. So they're providing you with this knowledge and these tools. You can grab what you need out of this tool belt and then provide and apply it to your own life. And then we figure out your journey together as a community. And I like, I like the fact that you're going to have a mental coach. Cause I hadn't thought about it till, I mean, I had Justin Sue on the podcast. I'm into the mental, like all that stuff is the fascinating. Woo-woo. You will. I mean, your mind is way more powerful than your physical body because Absolutely. you can, I mean, you can push harder with your mind. You can make your body work. I mean, that's just, yeah. that's been proven you know, how much can you put up with? How, what can you push through? What can you believe? You know, once you get used to it and accustomed to it, you don't have to be the strongest or the fastest or whatever. You can be the least talented and also the best because mentally you just beat them. And so I'm fascinated with that mind, the mindset stuff. So if we're doing that for physical activities and work activities and we have inspirational speakers and mental people for all that stuff, why wouldn't we have that for nutrition as well? Yeah, and for healing, you know, for healing our bodies when we're in pain. And man, I will tell you, it is so hard to be positive when you are in so much pain every single day of your life. It is so hard. And I tried really hard for a long time and it took a really long time. And if I would have had somebody coach me through that mindset work from the beginning, it would have been such a game changer, you know? It's scary for people to want to coach through something like pain, like something like what you're going through because they haven't felt it before. Like it's easy for me to go say, okay, just push through one more rep just carry that sandbag a little further, you know, like grunt work and whatever it is, because I've done all that stuff. You know, I've worked on, I've put fences up on a farm. I've done all these different things. So it's like, I know how to say that part. Like, yes, you can. 
Like, yeah. you know, I know I can tell my son or I can tell my kids or I can tell another person, like, you can go one more. Like, you can do another thing. You can keep going. Like, we'll take a break in a second. But when it comes to the gut thing, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Do I tell you keep going? You may be in like, I don't want to hurt you. You know, I don't want to be wrong. I actually care about the human being. So it, <laughs> it's, it's hard for me to say, hey, what you're feeling right now, we've gone through it before. All you got to do is do X, Y, and Z or tell yourself it's okay. Or yes, you can go further or you need to rest here at this time. I couldn't say that because I have no idea. Yeah. And it, it just is so much of believing the power and believing that you are healing. And what our brains think, we create these new pathways when we tell ourselves positive things over and over and over. So I have a mindset coach now. His name is Nick Pag. And um, he has like taught me so much about the brain and mindset. And I've read several books now about how our brains work and how past events create these emotions. And that's how we react to certain situations now. So like the recovery of like whenever I first got out of pain up until probably a few months ago, even that recovery process was a lot of mindset work. It was a lot of work around believing that I am now okay. I am healed and I can eat and I'm not in pain. And if I forget to take a supplement one time, I'm okay. Like the, the more I feed myself that positive information, the more my body believes it and the more it becomes true. So. And did you notice this over the long haul? Like your pain going away? Was it like a slight or like an instant? It was instant because, well, it was slight for like a few months because I, I had gotten rid of some parasites. I found this gastrointestinal doctor that did these parasites testing. She gave me this medication because I had all these parasites in my gut and I have no idea how they got there. We all have parasites, but I had an overwhelming amount of the bad parasites. She gave me this medication to get rid of the parasites. Things started to get better and they kind of were slowly decreasing like the pain was, but I was still bloated and I still had this like, like this feeling, I can't describe it. The, the SIBO feeling is really hard to describe, but I knew something else was wrong. So then I asked that gastro, um, hey, I, can you prescribe me this medication? I have SIBO and this is a medication that I want. I took charge of my own health because if I wouldn't have asked her, she wouldn't have provided it for me. So she prescribed that to me. It's 14 days of medication, which by the way is like $1,000. <laughs> and, and, um, and as soon as I was done with that, the pain was, it was gone. And I was like, oh my gosh, like it's gone. But I had taken this before and, the, and everything returned. And so I was like, okay, what do I need to do now to keep this from returning? Well, 14 days later, around 12 to 14 days, all the pain came back. Everything came back. So I was like, I need another round of this medication and I need it now or things are going to go really bad again for many years. So I convinced her to give me the medication again. And, um, 
then I, I found immediately, as soon as I started taking it, I found that new doctor in Arizona. And I started care with her and I said, I'm on this medication. This is like my fourth time to take it in my life. And I don't ever want this to come back. I need help now. Like now I've figured out how to make the pain go away. How do I keep it to stay away forever? So that's where she came into the picture. That's awesome. And you, how did you figure out about her again in Arizona? I was doing my own research and I like joined this group called SIBO SOS and they provided like videos and stuff and just information. And so I would spend hours, I mean hours every day reading, watching videos, researching, learning, um, learning about food and supplements, which by the way, is not a great thing because then you feed yourself too much information and then you get overwhelmed. So that's also what I want to help people with is don't do that. I, I can give you the necessary tools. Don't go down the rabbit hole because I did that way too much. Well, sometimes, anyway. sometimes Google needs to be taken away. Yes. Yes. So anyways, I was in this group and I was going down the rabbit hole in this group and this video popped up of her and I started watching it and something, this overwhelming like gratitude came over me while I was watching her talk and I was like, this is the woman that will change my life. Like I know it, I can feel it, so I'm calling her. So I called and it was, and she has, she's been a huge part of my life. Her name is Dr. Morstein and she's in um, Tempe, Arizona. And she just does like, she does calls all over the place for everybody for like just gut health or the actual doctor. She's a naturopathic doctor. She also specializes in patients with diabetes, but she helps with gut, gut health, sleep, hormone imbalance, um, thyroid problems, adrenal issues, you know, the whole, that, that whole like holistic approach is um, what she does. And she's brilliant. She's absolutely brilliant. What is the adrenal issues that go along with the, the stuff that you're going on? So, um, uh, the adrenal problem is when you have too much cortisol, you're running on in this high state of, you know, we have fight or flight. You're like running in this state of fight or flight, like 24 seven, your, your cortisol levels go way up, which then causes inflammation in your body because you're under so much stress. And then you can start to have hormonal problems, you can start to have thyroid problems, you can have gut issues, or your gut issues. Maverick. Hold on. Sorry, that'll be a lot Now mine are, bar mine are trying to say hello. <laughs> no, no. Hang on. Um, we're good. Nope. Yeah, so, Let me go calm them down. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Small break. That's it. We're good. I hope everybody listening likes dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that happens. It seems like there's some podcasts where it's just like anything is going to just make noise. Yeah. Well, my dog barks at anything out the window. And that's, so that's what's happening. So, <laughs> Anyways, um, so the, the increased cortisol levels can cause a lot of issues. And over time, it can just cause a, 
your adrenals to fatigue and you don't have the energy. And it, you know, it goes in line with a lot of other problems that people have because everything's connected and your gut is like your second brain and it controls a lot of things. And there's actually something called the valgus nerve and it helps connect your information from your brain to your gut. And it helps like the flow of certain things through your body. And they talk a lot about that and um, gut health, like research and, and all of that. So that's it. It's an interesting thing to like have that much inflammation and stress going on out of like not in your control. Like, yeah, that, that seems like a, did food help you with that too? Or is that something else that you had to do? It, it did help. I took some supplements to help with, um, I think it was called Porta B Plex. Um, nowadays they have a million different supplements to help with adrenal problems, but your vitamin B is like way low when you have uh, cortisol problems and adrenal problems. So I know that I took that and then changing up my diet, getting rid of all the gluten and the dairy, um, the grains, I don't know if that helped or not at the time, but going strict paleo, like I do know and believe that that did help me, um, at that moment. It helped me learn a lot about food, what was healthy, what wasn't. And um, it did help like rebalancing things a little bit. So it's like, don't, don't want to take a chance on putting that back in. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So and now, <laughs> thankfully, I can, you know, eat anything as long as it's gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, I do dabble in a little bit of dairy sometimes. Like when I say sometimes it's not even like every week or every month, it's like randomly. I might like eat something that I know might have butter in it or something like that. And so far I've been okay, but that is um, not something that I ever plan to add into my diet on a weekly or daily basis because I don't want to play with that line. So well, you're, gonna... you're good with Nanamu ice cream then, right? Um, because yeah, yeah, that's the bomb. <laughs> it's so good. I was like, man, this is, I, I think this is my favorite ice cream, even though I can eat dairy. I'm like, I think I like this like it's, way better. It's so delicious. It really is. It really is. Um, oh, my mind was going somewhere with what you just said. And then I thought of Nautamu and it totally like went on the Nautamu. <laughs> ice cream's important. <laughs> it's so it, important it feels so amazing and unbelievable to know that I can eat pretty much whatever I want and I'm not going to be in pain I mean you know considering like no gluten no dairy but to me that's like just real food like I just eat real food now if I want ice cream of course it's going to be non-dairy ice cream and just knowing like everything that I've gone through and thinking that I'm never going to be able to eat like food again, like good food was, it's just crazy to think back that like I could eat lettuce and my stomach hurt and I got bloated. And now I eat and I, and I eat to fuel my body and I like enjoy it, you know? That's crazy that lettuce made you bloated. I know, I know. And, and you know what made me be 
that what made it the worst was veggies. So there was a long time where I ate zero vegetables, zero, because it just wasn't worth it. Wow. I mean, some people function like that, but do you eat vegetables now? Heck yeah. I will <laughs> eat vegetables just by themselves, like a plate full of broccoli. And I think it's because I was deprived for so long. And now I crave salad and vegetables and I'm, I like love them. Your body's now, soaking up all the nutrients. Yeah. And I mean, obviously like, so there was like a time where I like really was excited that I could eat vegetables and like I was eating so many vegetables, but, and it was like making me kind of bloated at the end of the day, but not bloated as in like, I was in pain, just like bloated because it's so full of fiber and like, you know, it's heavy. So I was like, okay, I should, I probably don't need to be eating this many vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's pretty hard to take yourself out of ketosis eating just vegetables, but it sounds like you got close. Yeah. <laughs> that was after keto. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a, this was an interesting time to have this podcast because I just had a conversation even today. And I th we think about this a lot with all of what's going on with the health world and, and COVID-19 and the, everything going on. It's like, I say it's an eye opener to people for paying attention to how they feel in their health and not just being okay with stuff. Like it really is an eye opener because I mean, yes, healthy people can get it and it can hurt them. But for the most part, any disease, this isn't just COVID-19, like throw that out the window and all of it any sort of thing, the flu, any sort of illness, you recover better, you handle it. And a lot of times you beat it with just a, like a few little sniffles and you're back on the road from being healthy, like from living a healthy lifestyle, from eating the right foods that agree with you or just not even filling your diet full of processed foods all the time, whatever it is, like your choices and what you eat, your activity levels, how you burn that off, like what you're putting in your body and all that stuff makes such a big difference into how you handle something where you have to be less fearful of things like this coming up. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I do, I 100% agree with that. And I am on a mission to provide as much knowledge to people as I can about how eating healthy can change your life and gut health matters. And if, people would pay more attention to how they feel around certain foods and certain times of the day and all of that, I think it would make a big difference. But the problem is, is this world or this, I would, could say, I guess this country just go, 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 go all the time. There's never taking a step back to evaluate like what they're actually feeling when they're eating or I don't know what he's doing. He's running. <laughs> well, it's, my it's, just funny. it's funny you say it because I have a good friend and like, you know, they, he wants to like learn these things, but you know, he go he eats and he doesn't know why he, he would feel a certain way. Like he, he couldn't tell the difference. And I think a lot of people are in that boat just because, and I don't really care what activity it is. I always say people just need to be active because yes. the more active you get, 
I think the more active you get and the more interest you show in it, the more you learn about your body. Yes. You know, yeah. like, and, and that's, a, and it takes time. Like, they're not going to come to you. They need a coach like you. Like, they need this. It sounds so simple. They can listen to this podcast. Like, well, I'll just start eating this way and figure it out. But it gets confusing. Like you said, you can Google it and go down a million rabbit holes and you don't know what's true, what's not true. You, if you haven't been doing it and are in tune with your body and put in the work beforehand, you have no idea what path to even get started down if you're trying to do it on your own. Yeah, it, 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 you're right. It's confusing. And that's why I spent thousands and thousands of dollars and many, many years trying to figure out what the heck to do. So um, I actually just released on, on Instagram and the link in my bio, I released my top three tips to reduce a bloated stomach. So if your listeners want to go click the link, then they'll see what I do every day to make sure my gut stays healthy and the bloating stays down. Well, yeah, we'll definitely put it in the bio and I'll put that out. I'll reshare it on my Instagram and stuff for sure. Oh, awesome. Thank you. I'll send that to you then. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. Perfect. But the, I mean, so what else, like all of this, you're going to provide all of these coaching. When does this actually start? Have you started already? Can people hit you up now and start the process? Yes. Yes. They can definitely reach out to me now and I can get them on a wait list. And then once I'm ready and everything is, um all together for them then we can start the process of them entering into the program my goal is to be launching around mid-september so soon 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 nice nice now are you gonna do are you gonna do people like that are struggling with eating disorders as far as weight stuff goes or are you strictly sticking to the gut stuff strictly sticking to the gut stuff um i think that Struggling with eating disorders, like a true eating disorder is going to be out of my scope because I'm not a doctor and that's teetering on a very dangerous line. Um, I'm happy to provide people with like some positivity in their life through like, you know, talking through, through DMs on Instagram or just a phone call just to be that, that person that can provide them with some positivity and love. Um, but as far as entering into my program, um, I, that's probably not a good fit. Um, now I know a lot of people that have to restrict due to gut stuff end up going through like some binge eating and I went through that myself. Um, uh, and so that is something that I can provide some tools as well. Um, but like I said, I'm not a doctor. So, uh, in order to enter the program, people will have to apply which means I need to ask specific questions to make sure that I am able to help them that it, and that it's not out of my scope. Um, that's really, really important to me because they're going to be entering a program with a community full of people and with me. And if I feel like they have a severe gut issue or something else that needs to be addressed medically, then I have the right people to send them to. And then if the doctor were to approve for them to work alongside with me as well, then, then um, that's something that we can discuss. But um, I need to make sure I get them to the right people. And like answering those questions honestly. Yes. 
I think that's, and, and that's a tough one for people because I mean, even with, even if you're feeling pain, you just, sometimes people don't want to admit. I don't know if that's the accountability part or if that's just like a, oh, I, I, I don't know what it is about people. Like they have a fitness challenge at like the gym or a nutrition challenge and you got to like track all your, all your stuff, right? Like put everything in that you eat. doesn't matter. If you have a beer, put the beer in. If you have this, put it in. If you have a brownie, if you have 12 brownies, like whatever you eat, um, put it in there. Just be honest so that you can figure it out. And so many people be like, well, I just didn't put that plate of nachos down because like, I didn't think that was a big deal. Or I, I had one beer. It's not that big a deal. Like, but those things add up. And there's a legit reason why you have to track everything if you want to figure it out or if you want to be in this to honestly know, like, no, you didn't have 1,200 calories. You had 1,500 calories. So you missed that because you didn't report this one item. Yeah. And you know where what that is. That's something that's going on in their mindset. Something, some reason fear, ego, um, something that's happened in their past where they're embarrassed. Um, our, our past events create emotions and, and um, we react in certain ways. So for something, you know, that's like huge mindset work right there that, that and, people can be going through. You think letting people know like that they're not alone in thinking that way in the way they put the things like, even if it's inner, as simple as something, not wanting to enter something in my fitness pal, like feeling ashamed of what they ate or that they've had, you know, gut issues and it's hurting them and it's painful and they just don't like, you know what I mean? Like, do you think letting them know that other people struggle with the same helps with that mental part of it? Yes. And that's why I am very open and honest about what I went through um, for a long time, I was embarrassed and scared to share the dark parts of my story. But as I've overcome my issues and I've healed and I've done all the mindset work, plus I'm continuing to do mindset work, it's given me the ability to share those dark parts of my story that people can relate to. By me saying like, I was constipated and I couldn't use the bathroom for days or weeks at a time. Um, I binge ate, uh, at a certain part of my journey because I had restricted for so long. Like that's very embarrassing for me to, to tell people because I was supposed to be like healing and, and this person that does CrossFit and healthy and this and that. And, but I binge ate every now and then because I was not mentally there. Like I, and there's so much that goes into that part of my story, but um, I'm opening up and I'm sharing that because I want people to know that they aren't alone and that I've been through it too. It's weird that people like, and I do it, everybody does it as humans, but like, it, it's weird to think that that's so like, it, it's your human body. Like people, it's like people are embarrassed when they go to the bathroom, right? Mm -hmm. why everybody goes to the bathroom right like everybody has these otherwise you wouldn't be alive so it's it's a it's a weird like thing to talk about like it's a it's a weird thing to be embarrassed like oh that's embarrassing I was like yeah I don't really know how everybody does it like how's that embarrassing yeah. my my goal is to make it not be embarrassing and all my friends and family knows they all know that I am not embarrassed about my my bathroom time. <laughs> <laughs>
they, they all know how excited I am every morning. And that's part of my story. And it's relatable to other people. And, I, you know, people are like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not the only one, you know, it's, it's so important for people to know that. Well, especially with women, because they can be so body con like, it's so self-conscious about their body, like with the blow, like they, and they, they're not going to want to talk about it because it's, it's something that they don't like for yep. sure about themselves. And yeah. so that, and obviously I'm not a lady, so I don't know that sort of feeling, but you see that reaction a lot of times, like embarrassed or they don't want to talk about it for whatever reason. And you going through what you do and being not ashamed of it or not making it embarrassing, making it very comfortable, I imagine could be a big plus to them. Yeah, thank you for saying that. Because I, I do think it will be as well. And, you know, one thing I've noticed too is women don't want to talk so much about how they're bloated. Like they think that it's their fault. And then it makes them feel like they're not sexy or not pretty. And then they think that they're not worthy and then they don't love themselves. And then they have this body image issue. And then it reflects onto other people in their life and their kids and their husband and their work life and all of this. And so it's, it all comes together and creates this big story in their head. And <laughs> it's a real thing. And um, bloating is a real thing. And when you, so my mindset coach, Nick, anytime you say something negative you, or something that's going on in your life that you don't like, you have to say afterwards, and I love it. So like, for example, oh man, I'm bloated today and I love it. Why do you love it? Because this is teaching me to figure out what foods work for me and what don't. Because this is teaching me that if I binge ate, yesterday I'm going to feel not so good and bloated today like you always go back you find the positive in it and then you say it you write it I say things out loud all the time and then it goes into my head and then you remember it so it's and I mean a little like like you said I, I mean I don't want to have to go back on it over and over again but really I can't it's hard to tell people the long game over and over and over again, but people don't just jump up to the top. Like it's important to take the right steps and to like, I had a doctor on talking about health and how we can boost our immune systems. And his exact response right off the bat was first off, this doesn't happen overnight. If you're trying to take a vitamin C now and boost your immune system, it's not going to work. It doesn't work that way. It takes, weeks and months and years of this like constant eating good foods taking your vitamins mm -hmm. but you have to start like it doesn't yeah. mean don't start you have to start and build that up so it takes that you know that first step of taking your first day and then you won that day it's like the little victories and then the next day you do that and you 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 won that day and now you take you know that's that's what makes it so awesome but that's the hardest part. And that's why I thought what you're like, what you're doing, you probably should have started earlier because it'll help so many people out being able to be coached through it, to be able to motivated and be like, Oh, I'm having a weak moment right now. Call Ashley on the phone real quick. Okay, Ashley, or send you a text message or an email or whatever, however you're going to have them contact you, Zoom, FaceTime and be like, no, it's okay. We all have gone through this. It's a long game. Keep going. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's the goal. That was, and yeah, I, you know, I would say I wish that I would have done this sooner, but the timing was probably not right. And I know that right now I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and um, I'll be able to help a lot of people. So it makes me really happy. Awesome. Are you gonna, so you just moved, speaking of that, you moved up to Oregon, didn't you? Well, I'm not really in Oregon right now. I'm actually in Wyoming visiting my dad and I'll be here until I don't know how long and I'm just seeing where the world is going to take me. <laughs> That's a good, that took quite a turn from going to Oregon. Well, Wyoming's yeah. awesome though. Wyoming's awesome. Things have changed quite a bit, but um, I'm here for it. I'm loving the ride. I'm loving the journey and I'm just excited about the future. So. Awesome. Well, let everybody know where they can find your stuff again. I'll post the links and reshare them, but tell them where they can find you and find out more and message you and all that good stuff. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at ashley.m.grubs. That's two B's and grubs. Facebook is just Ashley Grubs. You can email me at ashleygrubs84 at gmail.com. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on, Ashley. Thank you so much. And um, I'm sure I'll talk to you again soon. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Aaron, thanks. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the podcast. Don't forget to go like, rate, and review the podcast on iTunes. It really does help out. Support Tori's Toasted and check out some 95 Adventures coffee. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter or at 95adventures.com. And until the next episode, see ya.